YGM is going to be a great day today because we have some outstanding videos, some inspirational music, something that's going to cause you to just rejoice all day long. And not only that, but we have a great interview with one of my friends, our special guest, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson, who hails from Greensboro, North Carolina. She is an outstanding, awesome, anointed vocalist. You may have seen her with Donald Lawrence and Tri-City Singers, but she also launched her solo career in 2001 with the release of Soul Inspiration. And this release uh, by EMI Gospel was her breakthrough album on the Billboard magazine charts. She has done a, a lot of albums after that, and she is currently working on something new with her husband called Said and June. It is going to be a great day today. Buckle up your seats. We're getting ready to ride. But before all of that, we've got to hear a word from our sponsor. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Diabetics understand all too well the pain of pricking your fingers. But now, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can immediately reduce your pain. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar four or more times daily, injecting insulin three or more times daily, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. All right, IG, Camden, New Jersey's in the house. That's right, with their native son, Ty Tribbett, with We Gonna Be All Right. It gets so hard, just trying to figure it out. Trying to believe God, trying to watch the words of my mouth and stay on Trouble come and go, even on the mountain high or the valley low. Never let your faith go. Oh, never let your faith go. I've been there before, so confused, don't know which way to go. Stressed out, world so crazy, might as well stay in the house. Here trying to rise up. Got terrors disguised, they look like us But we know who we trust Trust when it's say that we gon' be alright hey! Tell em, tell em, tell em We gon' be alright Stellas, tell em, tell em We gon' be alright Tell em, Stellas, tell em, Stellas Alright I can't hear y'all, real loud say say We gon' be alright Let's go We gon' be alright you say we gon' be alright. Stellas, tell them, Stellas, tell them, alright. Yeah. Oh, in these last days, evil times will come and it's here today. Look at all the hate, senseless crime and murder, human trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, rape, trouble is there. Show me your parents and people. Oh, let your kingdom come and let you. Let your glory rise, let your sun shine Let it rise through the dark hey, Even through the storm and the rain We will shout, cause we know after the night Say it, we gon' be alright Hey, how did work together for good? We gon' be alright Come, come, get from me, I knew he was We gon' be alright Hey, I ain't worried about it Oh no Don't you worry about it Oh, Jesus! 
Well, Ty told us, in spite of everything that we're looking at, civil unrest, racial tensions, and this pandemic that's going on, and a lot of things that are happening in people's homes, people are losing jobs, some people are, are unemployed, they don't know where their next meal is going to come from, but Ty Tribute reminded us, we're going to be all right. Well, we get ready to go to our next video, but before that, we're going to have another word from our sponsor. New single release by Tracy Troy, now available on all digital outlets. Healing God. Get it now. Has your AC busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW, American Residential Warranty. Hi, it's me, Anthony Sullivan. And yes, you've actually caught me at home relaxing because life's been pretty worry-free since I got coverage with American Residential Warranty. Home appliance repairs and replacement can cause stress and cost you over $3,000 per year. But ARW has home warranty plans starting at less than a dollar a day. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. It was so hot, I called ARW and they came out and fixed it right away. You won't believe what ARW covers. Heating and air conditioning, washers and dryers, kitchen appliances, plumbing, water heaters, electrical systems, flat screens and laptops even pools and spas, and so much more. All plans are fully customizable and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and get a home security system free with any plan. Call American Residential Warranty. They'll get you covered. Call to find out which home warranty plan is right for you. This young man coming up has been through a lot, through physical battles, but God allowed him to overcome, and he is an anointed vocalist. His name is Jojo Martin, and this song is entitled, Even If It Takes Forever, featuring Kier Shear. I don't know why you still love me. I don't know why you still care. I know I disappointed you over and over again But you keep forgiving me Can't count how many times you extended your hand to me Knowing that I'm hurting I turn down like I don't need Anybody else would leave I'd probably do the same Glad you're not like me Even when you see You keep loving me Unconditionally Don't know why You still love me
IG, we're back and we're getting ready to hear one of my faves. I listened to this woman for years and her voice is still powerful and anointed. None other than the legendary woman of God, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, prayer still works. your pace and don't you be late i'm here to tell you about the good news there's something about the path that we choose y'all wisdom has built this house now integrity will bring your pride out if you know how to pray the situation now prayer is the answer and there's no doubt Stormy weather and Friday, 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 
dealing with some problems and some situation, maybe some baggage. But I'm here to tell you the good news. Huh? If you know how to pray, God gonna turn that thing around now. Huh? If you learn how to pray, listen, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what the devil said. All you gotta do is get down on your knees and say, pray. You heard it from none other than the legend herself, Mrs. Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Prayer still works. And prayer still works. So IG, be encouraged on today that no matter what you're facing, no matter what calamity or what trouble or trial you're facing, lift your head up because prayer still works. Have that conversation with God and know that God hears and He answers and He's going to move on your behalf. So be encouraged because prayer still works. Is your AC busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW, American Residential Warranty. Hi, it's me, Anthony Sullivan. And yes, you've actually caught me at home relaxing because life's been pretty worry-free since I got coverage with American Residential Warranty. Home appliance repairs and replacement can cause stress and cost you over $3,000 per year. But ARW has home warranty plans starting at less than a dollar a day. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. It was so hot, I called ARW and they came out and fixed it right away. You won't believe what ARW covers. Heating and air conditioning, washers and dryers, kitchen appliances, plumbing, water heaters, electrical systems, flat screens and laptops even pools and spas, and so much more. All plans are fully customizable and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and get a home security system free with any plan. Call American Residential Warranty. They'll get you covered. Call to find out which home warranty plan is right for you. New single release by Tracy Troy. Now available on all digital outlets. Feeling God. Get it now. That's right, we're at our favorite part, the interview. We have none other than our special guest, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson, who hails from Greensboro, North Carolina. She's a part of that dynamic duo that I love, Black Love, Black Ministry, uh, Cedric Thompson and Lejeune Thompson. You may have seen her with Donald Lawrence and Tri-City Singers, but she has also debuted as a solo artist in the gospel music industry and she started in 2001 with the release of Soul Inspiration. And this 
charted uh, with the Billboard magazine. She was number 17 on the gospel albums and number 40 on the Christian albums. She and her husband are presently working on something new called Said and June. They're also working on a YouTube channel uh, dealing with a podcast of the backstories of all the gospel music that they have been a part of. I'm telling you, this is going to be an awesome time listening to what this woman of God has to say. She has put many years in. She's been in this grind a long time. And not only is she a gospel artist, but she is an anointed woman of God. She's a mother to three boys. She's a wife. IG, none other than Madam Butterfly herself, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson. Hey, Apostle, how are you? I am good. What's happening in Charlotte, the big city of Charlotte? Wow, it's a lot going on around here. Sid and I are celebrating the birth of a new grandbaby, Paisley <laughs> Jemay Thompson, and I am so excited, and we're just working on a few things. God is good. God is good. Can't complain. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, great. Well, IGM, I got part of the dynamic duo because this is, this is a strong power couple here. Madam Butterfly oh, wow. is not Madam Butterfly by herself. Yeah. She is side by side with, with the man of her her life and her, the love of her life, with yes, Cedric yes. Thompson. And yeah. uh, so I got a part of part of the uh, dynamic duo as there's Batman yeah. and Robin. You got Madam <laughs> Butterfly and Cedric Thompson. <laughs> they are a super couple in my eyes and in the eyes of a lot uh -oh. of people. And I thank God for both of them, and I've been knowing them a long time, and they've been yes. doing this for a long time. So Lejeune, please tell the IGM audience um, your start, and how did you get started with this gospel music uh, ministry of yours? Wow, I have to go back to my Greenfield home days in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, we lived in this neighborhood called Greenfield, and I'm sure everybody's familiar with Isaac Curry, Pastor Nancy Curry, and Kimberly M Kareeb Maxwell. Um, so Kim and I were in the same grade. So we literally lived around the corner from each other. And Kim and I met in the fourth grade, I think. And we weren't nice to each other in the beginning. So I think I said something. I was mean. So I said something to Kim and she chased me around the room with a chair. And then a few weeks later, I think we both found out. I found out that she sang and she found out that I sang. So we started, you know, becoming friends. And it just took off from there. Kim could play the organ. She's, I mean, she's an amazing gift in her own right. Um, so Kim and I would sing every day. After school, we do our homework, and I would go around her house. She actually tried to teach me how to play the piano. <laughs> it just didn't work for me. So her mom, Pastor Nancy Karee Wilson, had a show at the time called Gospel Expo. Oh, she would bring in, yeah, yeah, she would bring in the country's best talent at the time she brought she she would bring a-listers in i remember meeting martin winans i remember meeting um dj rogers who just recently passed and i mean so many pastor donnie mcclurkin it was so many people that she would bring in and to have access to that at an early age is such a blessing so she started training us and we started a group called the youth of christ and we sang in a talent show we won a talent show and then we just kept singing so after that um, I think I met Donald first. I met Donald when I was 12, and he was singing with Robin Rowe Stewart and Friends, or Robin Rowe and Friends. And then someone introduced, uh, a few months after that, I met Pastor John P. Key. 
So after meeting Pastor John P. King, I started singing with him, and he was actually preparing for a recording in Louisville, Kentucky, Brethren in Unity. And so he asked my mom. My mom actually went on the trip with us. And from there, it just I did my first national recording at 13 years old. And from there, God has just been good. We did Yes, Lord, maybe a year after that. Um, and just God, God has just been good. Then I met Cedric when I was 16 with Pastor Keith. And we dated. We didn't like each other at first. I didn't like him because <laughs> I thought he was arrogant. <laughs> so he'll probably say I was mean, which I was. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, then so met met with jo Pastor John P. Key, and then uh, we got married at 18. We've been married for 32 years this December. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, we we wound up moving to Fayetteville. Kind of laid low for a minute. He was still traveling with Pastor Key. And um, we were singing and serving at Bishop Donnie Graves Church for years, and then we moved back to Greensboro. And then I sang at a at a recording for he's now passed, Pastor Jimmy Thomas. He just passed too. And there was a guy there named Patrick Patrick. Uh, gosh, what is Patrick's? He was the guy. Patrick. Oh God, what is Patrick's last name? I'm sorry, forgive me. It just left me. But he was responsible for all of the. When the um, when the um, West Angeles started doing the worship and arts, worship music and arts. Oh yes. Yeah. So it was Patrick that started all of that. So he had a 360 deal back then, and he made a call and asked that I want to do a solo, record a solo record, and I knew I wasn't ready. So we formed a group, The Promise, and from there we met, started singing with Donald again. We reconnected with Donald. And from there, it's just, God has been good. I've worked with so many amazing talents throughout the year. Bishop T.D. Jakes, Tyler Perry. Uh, God has been good. He's been just really good, and I thank him for it. I remember you back in the day when you were singing with um, Pastor, I mean, Bishop uh, Donnie Graves. God bless him. He's going on to be with the Lord now. But uh, yeah. Bishop Graves cracked the mighty hard whip like Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. And, after every service, because I remember going to a service with uh, Bishop Merle, and uh, we had wow. church there, and you guys, he had practice at the church. And I looked, I said, I know this man, and I have a practice at the church. But he had the whole choir, and you were just singing your heart out. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we call that boot camp. That was boot camp. And, but you know what? I thank God for that teaching. I thank God for the way that they taught us. It may have seemed brutal back then. But the lessons that we learned, that I learned then, I can apply them now. I can still apply, it's still applicable now. 20 and 30 years later, they're applicable. So I thank God for that. When you look back over your upbringing, and when I say upbringing, I mean the musical upbringing, your mm -hmm. parental upbringing, your church oh, yeah. upbringing, all those different times that you may have gotten it wrong or you made a mistake and they chastised you, but you're yeah. still here. So what would you say to this generation now who gets so easily sensitive, they're so sensitive and so offended at every little time someone says, you know, uh, you might need to change that and, and then they want to quit the church <laughs> tomorrow. Exactly. What would, say, what would you say to these singers now? That well, I mean, let me, let anybody me, in let me rewind a little bit. So <laughs> talking about that rebuke, my husband was, they, they, you know, he was the minister of music and I served on the choir. So back then, he ran a tight ship, and he still does. To this day, when we're working, we're not married. And we respect the roles that each 
of us bring. And I remember, and I was just sharing sharing this with somebody. I got sat down three times, probably more than that, but three that I remember. And so his <laughs> rules were, if you miss, if you're late, if you're, you know, there was a set of rules that if you did not follow them and you broke them, you got sat down. You still had to dress out. You still had to travel. And I had to sit on the front row in my uniform, but couldn't sing. And everybody knew that I was sat down. And there were a couple of, <laughs> yeah, my husband sat me down. <laughs> and there were a couple of occasions that Bishop asked him, yo, we're, we're going to da 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 da. I really need her to sing. He was like, no, sir. She sat down. No. <laughs> and it, taught, it really taught me discipline. It mm. taught me discipline. And then it taught me to have it, it thickened my skin because a lot of stuff that I didn't want to, the rules that I didn't want to abide by. And I just felt like because I had a gift, I didn't have to comply with the rules. Mm-hmm. No, no. And that's one thing. It takes a lot of discipline, a lot of discipline. The other thing I would say to the singers is if you don't have thick skin in this, we're not, we're separating industry from ministry right now. I'm talking about ministry. You don't have thick skin in the ministry part, then I wouldn't even suggest you trying the industry part because in the ministry part, there, there are a lot of things that the enemy will do to us that would tend to offend us. But if we don't have thick skin, then What's the use? The Bible tells us to make our callings and elections sure. You got to yes. be sure about it. Be sure about yeah. it. So that that's the biggest advice that I always give. Make sure this is what God has called you to do. Because if you're breaking every, every time the wind blows the wrong way and you're breaking down, and you ain't built for this. <laughs> you, I love try it. Something else. Yeah, try something else. One of the things um, I see today, a lot of people can't take rejection. Man, there's a story that goes that Quincy Jones, when they did We Are the World, and he had all those A-list talents in there. He told them to check their egos at the door. Check them at the door. We're here to work. And that's how I feel about ministry. When I go to minister at my church or in the ministry, it has nothing to do with my artistry or industry. And I think a lot of us are getting confused. That that spirit is, yeah. And... (laughs) Just for me, I just feel yeah. like there should be a separation of the two um, because one, you know, and then there are times when you have to blend both. There are times right. when you have to blend both, especially when you are at an event and the Holy Ghost is prompting you to minister. So you have to blend both. I just feel like you just have to go with what the Spirit is saying. There's been plenty of times when I was promoting a record. I will never forget promoting the first record I did on EMI. And I was afraid to hear and to obey what God was saying. And I'll never forget, Pastor C.C. Winans was on that same, we were all, because it was for the Christian Booksellers Association. So we all were presenting new music and it was packed. I remember she get she got the microphone and she said, I know I'm supposed to promote my single, but I hear God saying something else. And she did an altar call. And, and my youngest sister who didn't go to church she mm. she been church hurt and stopped going to church. Came to the altar that day and got saved, and it changed my whole perspective. Thank you, Jesus. It, yes, it changed my whole perspective with this whole being an artist and being a minstrel or a minister of music or whatever we call ourselves these days. It just changed my whole perspective because they were telling us as artists, you have to promote, 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 promote. Yeah. What happens when the Holy Ghost? And when the mm-hmm. unction of the Holy Spirit tells us to go somewhere else, and that's when I learned, I learned that lesson that day to, you know, 
okay, yeah, I know this is the goal, but this is my assignment. Wow, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I've heard nowadays that there are a lot of people that are out that are in the gospel music industry that are singing gospel music. They're not necessarily Christians. It's interesting to me to see it happening, and um, me and um, uh, another minister friend of mine, we were talking about how when atmospheres, you go in atmospheres and you hear songs and you hear music and you hear people, their delivery, and sometimes if we're not careful, and I learned this from my mama, you got to discern the atmosphere that you're in. Yes. And what I'm noticing now is because right now people need to hear encouragement. So yes. a Christian song will fill that need. So why not? Let's just start making Christian music. We don't really believe in God. We don't really serve God. But let's just start making Christian music. Okay, so if the message touches me, that's one thing. But what is at the heart of the message? What is the messenger? What is at the heart of the messenger? And we, we started talking about um, giftings, talented people that are talented and skilled, and they know how to manipulate an atmosphere. And we're calling it anointings. And if we're not careful, if we're not tuned in, we will be hoodwinked. We will, wow. we will buy that snake oil. And it's amazing. <laughs> we will buy it. And it's amazing that the infiltration of gospel music, God's music, people that don't believe in God are yeah. singing God's music. And if we as believers are not careful, we will fall for it. Again, the message is the message. It, it's, it's gospel. But what is at the heart of the messenger? So it's, yeah. it's interesting. It's happening. It's a thing. It is a yeah. thing. So what do you say? Stay right there because that's such an important, to me, an important um, topic. Right there. You, we could stay all day on that. But I want you to say a little <laughs> more about that, about the infiltration that you see that's coming. Because it's not only in the music. It's coming through the church. It's coming yes. through everything. And like you said, the Bible says if the... You know, if we're not careful, the very elect would be deceived. The very elect. We're in the last days, and I think, I mean, you know, sometimes people can watch your man. We can watch people's mannerisms. They can watch how you do a thing. You know, how long to hold the. In other words, they're so skilled in skilled. how how to move an audience, but yes. then at the crutch of it. You know, there's no power. Mm -hmm. True deliverance comes when God's presence steps in. And I'm just so enamored by people like you and, and you're such an oh. inspiration. And I want you to know you always inspired me. I never thought, you know, you hear this stuff when you were younger, you're like, uh, we probably won't be, we'll probably be raptured before this. But we're actually in the day where our grandmothers and they get up and testify and say, yeah, <laughs> when you get saved, the ones that's with you now, they ain't going to be with you. You and know, years down you. the road, they ain't gonna be saved. They're gonna be, they're gonna be backslidden. You better hold on to God's unchanging hand. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, yes, Lord. So I'm, I'm so glad that you are yet holding on. Yes, Jude Lord. is holding on. Thank God. For that. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Lord. Got you. Um, have you ever done anything secular? Have you ever, have you ever ventured out and done any secular stuff? Actually, I didn't record anything secular. Well, I did one time. My mama let me go. <laughs> and um because she my mom didn't play yeah. and um she let me go record it was a stevie wonder remake and i did that years ago i think i was 14 years old and then i did some touring with anthony hamilton actually yeah. um a few years ago around 2012 or so 
So yeah, I, 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 that you know, yeah. But those boys can sing. Oh, can't they? Can't they though? <laughs> I like them. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Yeah, they can sing, and they yeah. all church boys. They yeah. all church boys. That's they the are thing. All church boys. Yeah, yeah that's they, I that's mean, the they will go straight to church on you, and you won't know no difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tell you. Uh, Sand and I were talking about that when we interviewed, because she's done a lot of stuff with different secular artists and things like that. Mm -hmm. And she was saying how, um, you know, a lot of our church sons and daughters, you know, they're out in the marketplace, but yet they're having church services out there with the people. They are. They are. <laughs> they're hitting, the, they hitting them with yeah. the church. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever experienced Fantasia's concert, but oh, one yeah. Of, yeah, one of the guys that we mentored was doing some work with her, and then my goddaughter sings background for her. And the day, I think it was the day after my mom died, we were in Greensboro, and they had a show, and we went. She was backstage speaking in tongues, praying over me, speaking in tongues. I mean, <laughs> it's just that serious. No, she loved the Lord. I know. Make no yeah. mistake about it, and she yeah. will make an altar call at her concert in a minute. And that's so it, all those you know? babies, they they love the Lord. They love the yeah. Lord. And I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. And I can, and I called Cedric. I can't remember where we were. Um, I called Cedric from the road, and I told him, I said, "Babe, you know what's disturbing to me? I've had more conversations about Jesus and about ministry on the road on a secular tour than I do when we do hits for the gospel stuff. We in the room, and y'all talking about red bottom shoes. They they backstage talking about how they love the Lord." Wow. And they want to go to church. It was just it it it, it was just it was Backwards. disturbing to me. Yeah, <laughs> right. it, it was, I said this is interesting. Yeah. More conversations about God and Jesus. And that's something. So, yeah, you know. And the thing about it, you know, what baffles the mind is that, um, you know, if you were religious, you would kind of like look at that from a very religious perspective. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, I've just come to the conclusion. You don't know who God's hand is on, and, and you don't know who. And the you Bible really says, you know, just don't touch, don't even touch my little ones. You know, don't touch Nothing. the least one, not even the least of those. You don't because you don't know. Just treat you don't know, and love God and and love them. You know, as God mm -hmm. loves them, because you don't know where they are in Christ, and you don't know what God is doing, because God will use, you know, yes, strange he. things to confound the wise. You know, where do we see? Um, this podcast you were telling me about, you have said it doing this podcast, you get ready to start with your YouTube channel and everything, dealing with backstories, which you were sharing with me a few minutes ago, or how okay. um, you're gonna, you guys are going to start talking about the backstories to the songs that you're singing or you're writing mm -hmm. and that type of thing, mm -hmm. just to share with audiences about what was the, the story behind the glory. Because we, we'll hear a song <laughs> and we'd start dancing and shouting and total praise, we all falling out or... We hear, you know, you sing a certain song and we just crying and but we don't know the story behind where did that song come from? I mean, exactly. what was in her heart? What was in her mind? Or what was she going through? You know, is there a particular song that you feel that really made an impact to you that you sing that nobody really knows what was the, was the story behind it? Yeah, um, well, there are several. I will say that a record that I did um, mm -hmm. Soul Inspiration that was recorded back in 1999 99 early 2000 and there's I, I look at the picture and I immediately go back to that emotion um, 
the my photo shoot was in Harlem and it was a very difficult time. The whole record was difficult because we had lost our godson. Um, he was four years old and he died tragically. And I just remember, I think I blacked out when they told me because he was just the greatest little kid and to know that that potential was lost. So every time I go back and look at the picture on that record, it takes me back to that emotion. And every song that I play on that, I can remember how I felt, how sad I was, how upset I was, how angry I was. And a lot of people don't know that when you, certain, certain times you still have to push. I couldn't delay the record, but I still had to grieve. Yeah. And knowing that, you know, it, 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 just a lot of emotions are surrounded by death and grief. And they're human emotions. Mm -hmm. But the backstory to that Soul Inspiration record was I was upset with God. I was angry with God. Why would you let a, a four-year-old die tragically? Why? Why was he, you know, taken from us? Um, and the backstory to that was, you, you know, pers I learned perseverance through that. I think that's where I, I gained some perseverance. But the backstory to that was you, you got to keep pushing. And even though you, you, you might be upset, even though you might be frustrated, I, I, I think I went through every emotion that I could with God. I think I did because it, it just it just was not settled in my spirit for a long time and so the backstory to that record was you know I had to learn perseverance I had to fight through grief I had to fight through emotions that I would be happy one minute and then cry in the next and then upset and then angry just like a whirlwind of emotions and I think a lot of minstrels or singers or people that do music have different backstories to their songs. Why did you write them? What what made? What were you feeling when you wrote it? A song that I recently wrote was "Accept My Offering," and I battled with depression all of my life, and I just got to the point where I didn't allow it to hold me hostage, and I felt comfortable enough in sharing my story. Um, when I was 13 years old, I tried to commit suicide twice. And I never forget waking up one night and my mama was praying and speaking in tongues. I had oil. She's about to drown me. So, but I thank God for it because the spirit of depression had overtaken me to the point where I tried to just end it off. But I thank God that, hallelujah. Thank you. I thank God that in the years, the, the past few years, I had to curse the root of it, number one. Number two, have the courage to speak about it. And number three, allow God to do the work. Now, mm. it is a mental illness, so you get help where you need it, but I know where to find both, both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I know when I need to, okay, I need to do what I need to do on the, mm. on, the, on the health side, but when I know that I need to go into the Holy Ghost yes. and pray and, and really, really tackle that spirit, then I do. And so I wrote a song called Accept My Offering, and it came from depression, being depressed, being oppressed. The spirit of anxiety would overtake me, overthink and just beat myself up about stuff and just allow the enemy to just overtake my mind and just play right. things back and play things over. And I started asking God, I said, you know what? There's a reason why oh, there are yeah. so many scriptures about the mind in the Bible. Yes, Let this is. mind, which was also in Christ Jesus, yes. be in you. There are so many reasons why he talks about because if the enemy can captivate our minds, then he got us. Yes. And the Lord just started sharing, you know, and I dealt with, I'm the ninth of ten children, we were poor. I didn't know we were poor until I went to church and the little girls was laughing at me because I had holes in my shoes. Didn't know it. 
and just being able to get one-on-one -on -one with God about that and say, God, okay, this has held me hostage for long enough. I'm ready to talk about it. Thank you for the courage. So the backstory to that song was being able to find the courage to conquer, number one, fear, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, and all of that stuff that the enemy tries to plague our mind with. Because if he can get us, then he stops what God has for us. He stops that assignment that he has on our lives. So that backstory to that one is, you know what, no matter how small it might seem, no matter how how infinite it might seem to others, or, you know, oh, that don't matter to God. Yes, you do matter. And I began to stand up and say, you know what, what I have to offer does matter. There is value in what God has placed in me. So learning how to deal with those things and put them in music, telling those backstories, you know, it, it, and it has freed me even the more. Being able to wow. still tell the backstory to that song has freed me even the more. Well, I feel led at this moment because your statement right there and just your confession of your um, battle and struggle with that spirit of depression and mm. how you are menstrual. And it's amazing to me because um, we heard about that last night, that same thing and the same two words mm -hmm. we use. Um, the spectrum, the broad spectrum of depression deals with, you know, the overwhelmingness and the anxiety. And um, one of our interviews that we had last night uh, stated the very same thing that they battle with that and um, anytime you know in the, from the scripture aspect um, we know that uh, from the scripture aspect we know this ear the scripture aspect I got it the scripture aspect we know that um, a lot of times when you are prophetic and when God has a prophetic mantle upon your life wow. people usually the enemy attacks them with depression whether it's they are preaching ministry, whether they're singing ministry, because prophetic people can see. But I feel led right oh now. I don't uh, get into that. Hallelujah. That's a whole other thing. But because I feel led of the Spirit, um, because you mentioned it, it was mentioned last night. We're not my shire. Hallelujah. Already over the spirit of Hallelujah. depression. Uh, those that are watching, you may be battling depression. We're talking to you tonight, uh, this evening, uh, this Sunday yes, morning or Sunday night, uh, wh whatever time you're watching it. We're speaking to Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Um, and we Thank take authority Jesus. over that spirit of depression yes, that wants uh, in to the name of cause Jesus. you to want to give up your destiny, your walk with God, want to cause you to give up in life. We take authority over it right we now. Over we bind it in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Father, thank we thank you, you that you will place these people around the right people at the right place yes, at the right Lord. time. That Give them people. godly counsel, Lord. Give them people yes. uh, that they can talk with and confess because Hallelujah. there's deliverance in confession. There's deliverance in revealing and sharing and there's healing in it. And so God, we thank you right now. We thank you for those godly counselors. We thank you for people who have been trained and skilled to speak life. And we thank you for life that comes to your son, Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you right now uh, for those that are being healed and delivered right now. Thank you for Lejeune's confession and testimony and her, her overcomings and, and her victory and um, her, her time of uh, being an overcomer in that area. Yeah. God, we thank you for it. And we pray the anointing of God Hallelujah. destroys the yoke now Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. Name of Hallelujah. Jesus. We just thank God. We just praise you, you, God, for those few seconds. We praise you, God, for it. I just, I just believe right now that somebody yes, that watched here on the IGM. I know we're about music, and I know we're here talking to artists, but I just felt led of the Lord because yes, 
Uh, you were not the only artist that said they battled with depression. So I just felt led in, in the yes. Holy Spirit to take Thank authority you. over that. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I just believe Hallelujah. that by you, Lejeune, being such a Hallelujah. godly influence and such an anointed voice Hallelujah. for this time, yes, by you, you just being transparent and honest and sharing your struggle. And if yes, Lejeune so. can overcome, surely. Yes. God sure. can cause you to overcome. <laughs> yes, Lord. So we give God, God the praise for that. Lejeune, yes, what did you you love hymns, and I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to wrap this up, but you love hymns. Okay. But tell me, what is one of your favorite hymns? And I love to hear you sing hymns. But what is your one of your favorites? Um, my favorite is "Tis So Sweet." I don't know why I'm stuck on that one. But "Tis So Sweet" <laughs> to trust in Jesus. That's all I got. That's all I can do is trust Him. Can you yes. give us just a little taste, just a taste? Oh, sure. As the old baby says, so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at, take him at his word, and just just to rest upon his promise just to know thus saith the lord yes 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 they're just just saturated just with the prayer tonight i mean this wow. evening Oh, wow. God is just, I feel the presence of God. I feel, I feel the presence I feel of him. God Hallelujah. <laughs> in this Jesus. interview. And I know that somebody is touched. I know somebody has been um, ministered to. Um, June, last words, because we don't want to hold your time up any longer. But um, you have recorded uh, with some of the greats. You have recorded your own um, songs and um, put out singles and albums. How many, how many times have you recorded, per se, yourself? I know you've sung with uh, Donald Lawrence and Tri-City. and Ooh, um, that I don't know. I can I can't. I don't no, know the number because you recorded so I don't know so the much. number. All I right. don't so, know so the number. Where do you see you going with the recording? I know you, we've got to get something from Lejeune. Um, yeah. I don't know. If you, you, are you working on the project right now? Yes, okay. we're actually, Sid and I are working on a project called Sid in June, and it's just going to be that plain, that simple. He's doing a side, I'm doing a side, and then we're doing stuff together. Um, it's the first time we've attempted to do a collaboration of this magnitude, so we're doing that, and I'm writing a book. Um, wow. So we're going to have the book that goes, he's writing a book, so we're going to have books to go with, with the music. So we're just trying to trying to do what he's telling us to do <laughs> all right so you heard it guys from lejeune they're getting ready said and lejeune are getting ready to do uh, a podcast uh they're they're doing stuff on the youtube channel then with backstory she's getting ready to release a new project her and said i told you that is my that is my couple that is my oh. couple there uh, wow. you got black Crazy. love you got black ministry you got the anointing yes. of god Snoring um, all over it. If you've never heard said play ooh. and minister and write, you have missed a treat. So that's yes. like Batman and Robin. You got <laughs> said and Lejeune. <laughs> and they've oh, been wow. rocking a long time, guys. You heard yeah. her say it out of her own mouth. She's got five grandbabies. And so yes. not only are they talented, but I want you to know 
Go back and listen to some of the projects she's already put out. Her sons are, still, as we said in the streets, stupid gifted. They are yes, gifted. They are. And uh, I tell you, I, I, I enjoy this woman of God. She, is, she has a plethora of talent. Uh, and so she's, she also has a foundation, a nonprofit yes. foundation. She does yes. ministry in the community. Mm -hmm. um, she reaches out and uh, helps other artists. She does, I mean, she does it all. And so we're godly proud of her. And oh, thank, June, you, Jesus. thank you for spending time with us. And uh, I tell you what, I, this is just, I, I feel such a peace, you know. I don't know yeah. about you, but I feel the anointing of God. I feel the peace. Yeah, and I know yeah. that God has touched somebody tonight. I just really want to do this evening. Um, I believe that the Lord is really ministering. I can just feel his anointing. And yeah. so thank you for your time. Thank, thank you. you for thank you. your gifting. And thank you for your words of wisdom. Say one last thing. Say something to uh, the newer ones that's coming into the industry now. And say what you felt you should have gotten when you first came in. What would you tell the younger Lejeune? Oh wow! Take your time. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to happen overnight. I love it. It, it, it doesn't have to happen overnight. Take your time and build it. Build it properly. You know, these days they're saying branding yourselves. Take your time. Slow down. Take your time. Take your time. Don't try to make any all this overnight instant instant instant. Mm -mm. No, thank you for that. I'd rather have a meal where the meat, I don't really eat red meat anymore, but where they seasoned it a couple of hours versus, okay, let me just get something out the freezer, thaw it out and just, no, take your time. Yes, I like that. Well, IGM audience, you heard it from the best, Madam <laughs> Butterfly herself, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson, my sister, my friend. I just love, 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 love her. Thank you, you June. Thank you, so much. thank you. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. IG. This about wraps it up. So we're grateful today for such an incredible show and such an anointed guest, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson. And we are grateful for your support. Thank you for watching us. Continue to watch us. And please write us uh, and let us know how you feel about the show and what we can do to be a better, a better service to you. So write us at Tracy IG Music at winnetwork.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you are a new artist, if you're a newcomer into the industry or if you're already in the industry and you would like to be a part of this great show, please email me at that email. And the email again is tracyigmusic at winnetwork.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love your feedback so that we can make this show a better show. We're glad to serve you. And we're going to close out this great show with none other than Madam Butterfly herself, Mrs. Lejeune Thompson with Lost Without You.
seven times in my life I've disobeyed my God and stepped outside His will Ooh, and yet the Father, He still loved me Though all of my faults He could clearly see Without you 